Hello, and welcome to the Cinemondo Podcast with Kathy, Mark, and Burke talking about movies, horror, sci-fi, unusual, unknown, forgotten, underappreciated, always interesting. And today on the Cinemondo Podcast, it's a very special episode. We have remote guests. We are talking today to Burke and Randall for Married AF. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey there. This is Mark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what's really interesting about this actually we are all from atlanta all of us wow wow we lived right? in, well i'm not from there i from mean not originally. from but yeah. we all met We've and all lived, lived in atlanta there. for yeah. a long time wow that's where you guys all met yeah yeah, yeah. at cnn yeah, yeah. way back when we worked together and then we moved out here it's a long, sordid story <laughs> that we don't have to go into. But <laughs> We just went, let's go to L.A. It's like, okay. And we just moved out here. Loaded up the truck, and we moved to Burbank. Yeah. And we're saying this because Brooke and Randall are also in Georgia. Yeah. yeah that's right. In so the sweet. suburbs of Atlanta in Ackworth. Well, Kathy, that's because you're worse? fancy. <laughs> how much uh, worse is the traffic out there than here? Like 100 times worse. Oh my God! Fuck that. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't. I haven't been to Atlanta in a long time, but I've heard it's become like the L.A. Oh, of the really? East. Like you know, like when we were there, you know, many years ago, I don't think it was quite. I mean, there was the perimeter, but that now now isn't there like another perimeter, like farther out, like another highway or something? Is there? Well, it's just it's all bad. I mean, the perimeters. I don't. I don't want to go anywhere near there. <laughs> no, yeah. Ever. And, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's 400. Is awful. And 75 and 85, all of it. All of it's terrible. Well, maybe it's the same. Well, there's a lot more uh, There's a lot more freeways here. There's tons. But still, the traffic is brutal. I mean, and they're just... all like five and six lanes. I mean, they're massive. Well, the thing is, in L.A., you learn, like in Atlanta, too, I imagine, you learn when not to go on the freeway. <laughs> yeah, and you don't. It's yeah. like if someone says, oh, we're going to go see a movie at 730. I'm like, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. If it's not anywhere that close quarter. to rush hour, we're not doing it. Yeah, well, and that's why in the suburbs, because then we can we can go places like right around here and not want to punch ourselves in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Last weekend, I was in Albuquerque, and you know, I put the GPS in, and it was like eight miles here, and you know, eight miles takes you know forty seven minutes at least. Yeah, <laughs> in Albuquerque, eight eight miles took nine minutes. Yeah. Oh my I was God. like, what? <laughs> Everything in LA takes 45 minutes to an hour to get to. Yeah. That's and that's how you tell people how far away you are. You're like, where do you live? I'm like, oh, I'm about 35 minutes away. Uh-huh. You know? It's never yeah, miles. The miles are irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. It's not relevant. It's so bad. <laughs> so, how did you guys? So, how, you're, you're, how would you describe your podcast? It's mostly like a relationship kind of. What, what would you, how would you describe your, your genre? Um, well, it's, it's kind of interesting. I don't really know if it fits because it, it changes every week. Depends on who the guest is. It can be as, as silly and grotesque as, uh, people could, could imagine as far as like, you know, talking about naughty time, (laughs) naughty part of relationships. And it can be as serious as having, you know, like a, a hero like Kristen Beck on the show. You know, we've had her and she was amazing. That was a great Uh, episode. I love that. But mainly, it's you know, our whole point of it was just to show that you can actually be married to somebody that you enjoy doing shit with. If you that is hard to you know. believe, <laughs> no, it is. What? It's crazy. <laughs> and we've both been divorced once, so we know that. It's, oh yeah, yeah. yeah right. And you're doing a podcast together, which is you know, you're just even doing that. Yeah. You know, is can be you know fraught with all kinds of you know pitfalls and booby traps. 
<laughs> but, you, know. you said boobies. I do. <laughs> and boobies. <laughs> so do you, have you ever like broke out into a fight on your podcast, or is it all pretty chill by the time you uh, get there? <laughs> no. I mean, there's a couple times that I've like looked at him very sternly, like, what's the fuck with that? Usually when he burps into the mic really loud. <laughs> Early yes, on, especially that. my my mic uh, etiquette was terrible. <laughs> that was really it. Yeah, I would just be like, "Look at the like, your mouth has to be near the microphone when you're talking," and he would just wander off like and yeah, and then burping directly in the microphone would make me irate. <laughs> That's so funny. And now it makes me irate, which is a weird thing. <laughs> I used to do it, and then once I listened to another show and heard someone do it. I was like, that's repulsive. Uh, it's weird because I'm as guilty as anyone. I was so happy to hear that. <laughs> it's so you great how you worked that out. I know. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just got to see it for yourself before you realize what a dick you are. <laughs> so for people that don't know us or them, it's Brooke is my half-sister. And we have met one time when she was teeny but now we're getting to know each other like a lot many years later yeah. through the internet and podcasting. And one day we will meet in person again. That's so cool. Yeah. That's such a great it's story. Cool. It really is. Yeah. It I, is. I know. I wish I remembered when you came to our house. And I think, I mean, I was like, we, we don't want to talk about years or age. Bye. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, okay. Bye. I think it was just a couple of years ago. It was in 1957 when you guys were in high school. And, yeah, I took the horse and buggy down. I was just about to say, the horse and carriage dropped her off. Yeah, for the listeners, though, I encourage them if they have access to look at pictures of the two of you. Yeah, yeah. And there's no doubt you guys are related. It's Definitely. amazing to me, and you sound you sound a lot like you know you're related too. It's cool. I think Brooke has a much better radio voice than I do. Oh, well, thank you. I think we sound a lot alike, no, honestly. Y'all have, uh, have voices made for this shit. I'm made for this shit. <laughs> I own it. You, you, you do. I also have a face for podcasting, they say. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, I've seen your pictures. On, on, on You guys are good-looking people. Uh, You're uh, cut, too. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, right. Jack. <laughs> well, you guys have the good genetics. I give that to the to Kathy and Brooke. They, I think you both can just build muscle like it's nothing. Yeah, it just fight. comes naturally to us. That's right. <laughs> don't have to do anything. <laughs> it's just there. I just, I yeah, I just don't try. I eat whatever I want. Yeah, no, not true. Any of it. <laughs> Brooke, Brooke and I are naturally gifted to you know get a nice ring around our stomach. Yeah. Well, that's popular uh, now. Yeah. It's really popular now. <laughs> Dad bod. Dad yeah. <laughs> well, I thought, Kathy, I thought that you, uh, I felt good. I felt like you were actually, when I, I dropped the 15 pounds for the Randy Challenge. Right. I think you were one of the more proud. Like you were. You I was very did. proud because when I heard that episode where you were talking about what you ate, I was horrified. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, be. the Mountain Dew's got to go, dude. Seriously. Yeah, you got to stop that <laughs> stuff. Got to go. But yeah. yeah, that was super impressive because that is hard to do. Uh, you get older, it gets harder too, for yes. sure. Every girl, every female that we are friends with hated his guts. Like, I ran into girls at, at work in the hallway and they'd be like, fuck your husband. I know. It's like 15 pounds, like it was nothing. In four days. Like, God. In four days? You didn't just yeah. fast, though. You just ate right. He had his right? leg amputated. 
Pretty yeah, much. Amped up the water intake. What's well, crazy when you actually drink water, mm-hmm. uh, what it does for your body. And then sit yeah. in the sauna. Oh, yeah, the sauna, right? Drink the water, yep. sweat the water. Yep. <laughs> Definitely works. <laughs> but I think it's kind of interesting because we, we didn't grow up together, but we end up with a lot of the same interests, like, you know, true crime, horror, you know, that kind of thing. So that's why I thought this will be fun to talk to you guys about, like, weird movies. And like Burke has said, it doesn't have to be horror. It can be sci-fi. It can be love, Anything. actually. No. Oh, wait, no, we're no. not doing that. <laughs> 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 that, that shit is by far the most creepy, even more so than how much you guys look alike. How many, how many talents y'all share. Right. Yeah, and you're an artist, too, which is really freaky. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very strange. weird. It is strange. I mean, I was talking to my dad about it. Like, it's crazy. We're so much alike. <laughs> How <laughs> did that like, happen? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, well, baby, you're sisters. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, there's a reason. That's how it works. That's <laughs> oh, so true. <laughs> oh, God. It's so bad. But so, you guys uh, both have a, I mean, I don't, I, I've, this is the first time I've talked to you, so I've never met you. So, hi. Um, hi. That's Burke talking in case you haven't tell us the but Kathy says you also are interested in movies because Kathy, I've known Kathy for many, many years, and she's a, like, I mean, don't tell her I said this, but she's obsessed with movies. She's I am like not. obsessed. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yes, I mean, I mean I, I'm obsessed with movies, and I get super into like TV shows, everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, Walking Dead's my ultimate favorite. <laughs> it was mine. I I gave up on it. You gave up on I Walking Dead, on finally. Oh. I never saw the Rick episode. I didn't, you know, that horrible-sounding ending. I did read about it, but... No, That's I... interesting. I, I kind of left the fold. I don't yeah. know. I think that last season, it was so samey that I... We, could, we couldn't keep track of which episode we'd seen or not, and every time we turn around, have we seen it? I don't know. Have we? Because it's so, <laughs> like... Uh, it just Is this the nowhere. one where one of the main characters gets killed, and there's a bunch of zombies at one point in the episode? Yeah, it was that episode. <laughs> Oh, like but, every. <laughs> it's hard to be wants to see a little bit. I do. I love the um, Walking Dead wine with the weird living labels. Right. Those are so cool. I love the episode where they're walking around the North Georgia mountains. And, <laughs> yeah, in the, in the forest. <laughs> All right, you guys. She likes the show. No, I like it too. I'm kidding. I, I'm, well, I'm, I'm I, you know, the thing is, I like. If somebody were to tell me there's a TV series about you know post-apocalyptic zombie, you know George Romero type thing, I'd be like, oh, I'd love to watch that, but. I did. I feel like I gave it so so much, and so and, and it was it was one of those things where it wasn't giving anything back to me, you know. <laughs> it, it definitely did that. It has its ups and downs, mm-hmm. and Randall was never into it as much as I am. And but he he was like, when Rick's gone, I'm done. Like I'm not watching it anymore. Right. However, like Rick being gone, it's like a new show. Like they they have right. kind of it's like a reborn story and everything and it's like you know eight years later or something or six years later and it's actually drawn him back in too so and he's the biggest skeptic and like yeah i've been hurt before (laughs) uh, i've I've been burned by shows in the past so i'm what were one of those shows that burned you oh how i met your mother oh Oh. see i'm in the middle of watching that (laughs) Well, it hurt me. I sent a sternly worded uh, Facebook <laughs> message to them for the ending and got banned from their page. Oh, oh wow. Must have been pretty stern. Yeah, it, it hurt me uh, a just lot. Just wait. Just wait till you see the I was, uh, My ass uh, was chapped. I'm not going to yeah. spoil it for you. Uh, don't spoil show. it. 
Oh, well, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm watching it kind of like it's just for fun in the background kind of thing. But it, it's I mean, a great show. the acting is really good and the characters are fun. It's actually a really well written show. And I hate shows with like laugh tracks and that's doing, that's all right. It's all right. I yeah, like I do it. too, usually. I'm with you yeah, on that. That's I good. But like with them, you could feel how close knit the cast was, which is kind of what buys me in. Like that they right. were all really, you know, like that's how it felt to me. Yeah, it's they're just a- very good actors. Well, you know, going back to Walking Dead real quick, it's like it's tough, you know, like not a lot of series make it past like five or six years, especially if it's yeah. if it's not like an episodic show like Murder, She Wrote or something, right. mm-hmm. you know, so it's kind of tough to sort of keep that going. And if they sort of rebooted their series with, you know, kind of different characters five, six years later, that, that's probably a smart move. Cause they yeah, probably now thought, I'm kind of intrigued if it's like in the future and maybe there's some new characters and. Yeah, I mean, they've still got the core, like, group, but it's like, you know, Judith is now, like, a grown, I mean, like, eight years old now, or, like, 11 years old now, and, like, kind of a badass, and they've got this new group of people that came in, and so, yeah, it's... Well, maybe I'll check it out. If you, uh, for listeners that have uh, read the graphic novels or anything, though, the new group is, is... Awesome. If you if you read it, you'd, they're the scariest part of the whole. Oh, the new enemy. Yeah, oh, the, the new, new villains. Enemy. Okay. Oh, the Do they wear like uh, yes. zombie costumes yeah. in a way? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. See, I, I like the. I like. I'm a comic book guy, so I've read all. Did those. you read the? Um, not as much as I used to. I kind of got the same way with the comics as oh. as I did with the show. It was. It just was like. You turn pages, and it's like ah. Oh, more, more of this. <laughs> now Carl got shot in the face. Now this guy is dead. You know, it's like Herschel got his leg cut off. Now, it's like, yeah, Herschel got his head cut off, and Rick got his hand cut off in the comics. He was like had one hand all the way through the whole thing. That'd be complicated production wise. <laughs> yeah, they alluded to the fact that they were maybe going to do it because he got like a real badge, like cut or something on his hand where it looked like it was going to be like infected with it but then it just was fine <laughs> psych <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make out. Oh, that's so bad i'll give it a, i'll give it another shot though for sure yeah i mean i've always said to give them props to like in today's today the day and age that we live in now with social media like keeping their scripts confidential and not leaking information and yeah you know not having the show being ruined you have to respect how well they've done with that and that's you know true. they fuck with the fans a lot uh-huh. putting out false bullshit like that. that's they're, true they're good. yeah you Very should true. give another shot though it's good yeah, maybe i'll jump in there <laughs> i'm always an advocate <laughs> i know right well you know i feel kind of like a traitor not watching it because i love horror and stuff like that but uh, it just it was pushing my patience i don't know I feel you though. Do you watch The Punisher on Netflix? You know, I watched a couple episodes. It was okay. You know, I'm okay. I'm not super Marvel girl, but okay. Oh, Frank okay. Castle. Frank Castle's the man, though. Oh, and John Burns as oh. And it's a Walking Dead connection because he played Shane. That's in right. The, yeah, in the first season. That's right. That's right. So uh, what, I had a question for you guys, if y'all don't mind. I wanted to ask you about a movie that see if any of you have watched it. Okay. The Toxic Avenger. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Unfortunately, yes. We have seen this film. <laughs> well, no, that's great. I wanted to talk about it. I love that movie. <laughs> I know some of those trauma people, the trauma films people. And, yeah. and yeah, uh, Brooke's never seen it. No. That's like from like oh. 1990, right? Or yeah. maybe the 80s. Late, the, uh, the 80s? Yeah. 80s. 
Yeah, Troma was a company out of like Newark or something. They made yeah. super low budget movies, but that was certainly their big their big hit. Yeah, you know, and, and they've been sort of. It's a uh, they're they're sort of a punk rock movie company. I think are they still around? Oh, they are. Are they really? I think so. I think they still kind of make Toxic Avenger sequels, don't they? I yeah, they don't make... know. Come on, Mark, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> no, Randy probably knows better than I. Do they make Toxic Avenger sequels to this yeah. day? I know that they made uh, they made two or three because part two was I also enjoyed. I just thought it was funny because so many people. Never even heard of it, but I really enjoyed the shittiness of it. it well, was the, that trailer that you were watching earlier, because to like refresh your memory about it, it looked pretty garbage. But like it looked, it looked garbage. Well, it is garbage, and that's kind of what's appealing about. I mean, there's a lot of uh, movies that are fun, f- really fun garbage. You know, <laughs> like Troll. Yes, Troll exactly. Two or Troll, Troll Three. Troll or, Two yeah. is uh, very yeah. fun garbage. Troll oh. Two is that the one with Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, which I one don't had think so. No, that was Leprechaun. Oh, right. Leprechaun. Oh, that was Leprechaun. Damn. Right. Yes. yes. Right. We got our Roll. little little green creatures mixed up. <laughs> Shitty green creature movies. <laughs> Shitty green creatures. But Toxic <laughs> Avenger is interesting because it comes from that time when New York was still dirty and sketchy. And when they have the scenes of them in the streets, it's still it's still really grungy downtown, you know? <gasps> and it's kind of got that vibe. There's a... There's a some, I mean, of course, the 70s, New York movies made in the 70s, crime films, you get that street, that grungy street action, and it's got a vibe to it, you know. But there were some horror movies and some genre-type films that were made even into the 80s, like Toxic Avenger and things like Basket Case and... Mm -hmm. And uh, what was yeah, the one like you were talking about? God told me to, and a f- right, and a Larry few other Cohen stuff. It, it was, just has that seedy New York edge that uh, is, it's trashy, but it's kind of cool to watch because yeah. New York is not like that anymore. No, know? it's no, yeah, so. it's all cleaned up, it's all bougie now. <laughs> it's yeah. For, I remember Times Square. I, I lived there in the uh, early '80s, and it was just you know as seedy as you can imagine. You know, just uh, grindhouse stuff and porn stuff everywhere in Times Square. Now it's like Disneyfied. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like super you know well, high end. It's still got that edge though, because I think that guy that wears the Elmo costume is always drunk and like smells <laughs> like. And you got the the naked yeah. cowboy walking around. And... Well, thank God for them. Yeah. I mean, keep it. Uh, I know. Fun. I have a picture with naked. Cowboy from Catalonia. <laughs> really? Like, oh. Seven years ago or something? Yeah. yeah that's hilarious. It's yeah. also Naked Cowgirl now. So. Oh, but, shit. It was a matter of time. Yeah. I would be afraid of that. Google her if you, <laughs> Google her if you dare. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to. I'm going to do it right now. Híjole. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm not going to do that because yeah, if you Google that. That, that combination, you'll get some scary shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true enough. I won't yeah. go there right now. Yeah. No. <laughs> Google history will be ruined, Kathy. It's horrible. I know. I'll be like, ah, my eyes. So what's it? The what's a movie that we were talking about? Movies about uh, Kathy said something about uh, Poltergeist being a favorite of yours, or one that scared the hell out of you, or something, or yeah, like Poltergeist. So I I was about five when I. First off, like they had it on, I guess it came on HBO or whatever, or, or like they had it on video. I don't know, but we were at home and my sisters like plopped me in front of Poltergeist because that's what they were watching, and I was like, "Cool!" and it scared the shit out of me. And I was, but it, loved it. Like, so uh, I mean, I blame that on like what made me kind of a weirdo as an adult. <laughs> I know, right? 
Like, of course I love all this shit. I watched Poltergeist when I was five. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you were almost, how old was Carol Ann in that movie? That little girl in the movie? Around yeah. the same she age. Was about like, the so same age. That yeah. would be so relatable. <laughs> I mean, that would be horrifying. Exactly. Oh. So, like, I didn't want to touch the TV. Uh. <laughs> yeah, to this day, I've never, I've never seen the whole movie. And you I remember haven't? when I was a kid. No, when I was yeah. younger, my brother tried to get me to watch it. And the little midget lady horrified me. <laughs> um, like, she kid, was a good know. guy. Come into I the know. light, Randall. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it was the voice. Yeah. <laughs> it terrified me. It was like the lady in Pet Cemetery with the spina bifida. Her mm, voice. Zelda, yeah. It yeah. ruined my life. Those two voices still <laughs> ring in my ears and skin. <laughs> Is it the same oh. actress? No, no. I'm trying to think. Right, now, I'm trying to think. Who was in that? Okay. Well, you know, Zelda was the name first. The first name of the actress, yeah, in Poltergeist. I yeah, think, and like, that, yeah. But I don't, I don't remember her in Pet Cemetery. But I, I it's seen a movie. No, it's and, a yeah. different lady. Different lady. It's a different lady. Okay, okay. okay. different creepy character actress. Name. Yeah, the character's name was Zelda in Pet Cemetery. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Weird. Okay. That's a weird uh, coincidence. <laughs> I thought it would be the scene where the guy starts taking apart his face in the mirror that would turn you right? off. Right. Right. That is the one that scared the ever living shit out of me. Like it would be hard for me to watch up until I was like mid teens. Like it would really bother me because it it like starts the steak is like moving like across the counter and then he's in the bathroom ripping his face off and I'm like ah. that's tough at age five. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of hardcore. That is yeah. that's like the right Toby Hooper. Yeah, you know the yeah. The guy that was the one I mean, second it felt like a Toby Hooper. Movie, yes, right. And those hands, by the way, were Steven Spielberg's hands. That's cool. Yeah. A fun fact. Yeah, yeah, it's a trivial little worthless fact. I have a feeling, you know, Toby <laughs> Hooper directed it, but Steven Spielberg was kind of over his shoulder a lot in that yeah. movie. You know, well, it's yeah. his movie technically. Right. He was producing it, right? right? All the all the Spielberg family. It was all the you know the Marshall and the Kennedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. But Toby Hooper did good stuff. I know people say that about Poltergeist, but he also did some other movies that were really cool and weird. You know, like I always think of Life Force. Mm-hmm. People kind of forget about that one, but that's a weird science fiction horror vampires from outer space. I don't know if I've that. actually seen that. Oh, it's a it's a wild film. You should check it out. It's you can probably find it on Amazon for free or something. It was made like in 1985, and uh, it's nice. British. And the thing about it that most people remember is the fact that there's this the actress in it, this beautiful actress, walks around totally naked for a huge part of the movie. That's why it's so popular. <laughs> There you go. There's the... <laughs> <laughs> but it also has yeah. vampires and sp- it's got spaceships and it also has an apocalyptic sort of like end of the world kind of thing and uh, people getting their essence sucked out through their mouth. You know, this weird craziness. It's a really cool movie. Yeah, but it also has a naked woman in it. Yeah. Then the okay. na- <laughs> and it's one of those things that it's a question. A lot of times when you watch movies, people go, oh, that's so fake. How would she have clothes? You know what I mean? There's these certain things. Like uh, if you were, were going to get teleported or transported, you might say, well, how do their clothes go? Or if you can turn invisible, how can your clothes turn invisible too? You know, and it's like this movie addressed that. And they had well, this woman. She's walking around naked. It's like that's what we've always wanted to see, right? And two guys were naked too, but you, yeah, you didn't what? See, yeah, but you didn't see their junk. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you guys seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Gosh, yes. of course. Yeah. Oh, I'm just yeah. making sure. Yeah, that's that's the Toby Hooper movie. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's a that's a classic. Okay, that's where I like know his name from. I guess so, the, yeah. he did the original. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, the one where the old guy's beating on her head with a hammer? That yeah. Horrified. The oh, dinner yeah. table? Yeah. Yeah. Horrifying. Uh, and there was also some chainsaws in it. Yeah. Uh, to me, well, the that's the... Ho- a- go ahead, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say uh, uh, real briefly that the scariest thing in that movie to me is just when he, uh, you know, he slams that door shut. Love that scene. Yeah. It's just like really <laughs> yeah. like, the meat wow, locker. that's not good. Yes. Yeah. So good. That's literally the scariest <laughs> to me. And like the... The that movie, like you can ask Randall, any haunted house we go to, <laughs> if, there's, if there's somebody with a chainsaw, I will literally like, I'm I'm their favorite person to come to the damn haunted oh, no. house because I will scream at the top of my lungs like push small children everybody out of my way into the chainsaw <laughs> to, to get the fuck out of there like to get out yes i'm like throwing strangers into the chainsaw <laughs> so it's like le- so it's like leatherface your scary your scariest sort of you know monster like in a monster them you know for some reason like yeah. that is like when it's somebody just some person just standing there with a scary ass mask on and a chainsaw that to me like it just it makes my stomach hurt. Like, yeah, it's nothing good's gonna happen. Well, the thing about that movie that was so powerful for me was the fact that, I mean, all of us grew up in the South, and we know that sometimes when you drive out into those, you, you, when you're going from point A to point B, sometimes you have to drive through these places that you're going, whoa, this uh-huh. is, you know, uh-huh. and this movie addressed that whole thing when they see that hitchhiker and they pick him up, and he's like, he is a kook you know <laughs> he's, uh-huh. he's like y'all like head cheese my brother makes it real good you know that that guy <laughs> and we already know hitchhikers are bad news so when they pick him up you're like really you guys this guy and he starts cutting oh. himself and taking uh. pictures of him with his camera and it, it, yeah. it's and we've all picked up that hitchhiker you know no no we have not. <laughs> <laughs> never once we are not going to do that we've all been kidnapped by Come a family on, guys. They, yeah <laughs> Well, I had another question I'd written down I wanted to ask you guys. Me and Brooke have talked about it. And for me, when you're if you're outside and it's dark and somebody is in the woods to kill you, who, who do you who do you picture? Cuz to me it's Jason Voorhees. That's going to kill me. Uh, yeah. That's who I still kind of run from is okay. Jason Voorhees. Yeah, I was trying to imagine in my head. Hmm. I think the 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 uh, minister from a church I used to go to, or <laughs> the uh, oh, religious people are scary. They're really scary. <laughs> yes, they're some of the scariest parts in some of these movies. Uh-huh. Are the, the religious folks? Uh-huh. <laughs> True. Don't I... kill shit out of you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Who do you see, Mark? Well, I go back to. I've said this before on the podcast. The first scary movie I saw was Halloween, you know, the original one yeah. at a theater, and it was really a you know great experience, fun. And so he he he's sort of like the boogeyman to me a little bit, you know. Now I don't not if I'm walking somewhere, and uh, first of all, I don't drive, I don't walk in the dark. I'm too much of a <laughs> I'm Ubering the whole way. No, um, but I, I would probably say him just because he's to me is like was was the scariest thing for me when I was younger. You know, this guy with a knife killing people uh-huh. but jason uh-huh. voorhees is, they're the same sort of character yeah you know, obviously yeah. that's what i was gonna say me and my brother would always debate who would win that fight we could never, <laughs> no one would win that debate. they're like the jason same voorhees yeah. and Myers. Yeah. did they ever do a movie like that they i think they Freddy, did yeah right? they did, did they do freddie did they do michael myers yeah they did jason versus freddie they didn't do michael myers 
Uh, oh, Jason versus Freddy. Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought it was lame that Jason won that because I think Freddy clearly would win that because he's not even in this, you know, he's not even real. Yeah. Even though they, they try to say he's brought into the real world, of course he would lose because he's a little squirrely guy. But, yeah. He's a, Technically, a, didn't Freddy win because he still oh. was alive in the end? In the, Nobody really won. He in won. the yeah, dream I guess world. It was a draw. Yeah, you're right. Maybe it was. I can't remember. I haven't seen that. Now, I don't know if you knew this fun fact that <laughs> Kane Potter. <laughs> the great Kane Hodder, who played Jason Voorhees in part six through nine, the true Jason Voorhees to me, played Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, and Michael Myers in a movie. He's the only guy that played all three at some point. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know He's that. an old pal of mine. He used to do stunts on some shows I worked on. I've spent many, many days and days sitting around chatting with him. <laughs> I worship nice. that guy. So cool. I love Kane. He's a nice guy. He's really he's good. He's very professional at what he does. He, he's he did some stunts on some shows where we you, you know you don't want to put the da- the uh, the main actors in danger, so he'll come in and fall down the stairs or something, or he did. I mean, I'm talking 20 years ago, but um, hopefully he's comfortably retired by now. <laughs> Well, I like that he seems to be into it also. Yeah. He seems to really like playing He the loves bad talking guys. about it. It's not it. just he's... like, well, I'm just a stuntman behind the scenes. No, he seems like, yeah, I play these characters. Which yeah. Is cool. I think one yeah, of the reasons. Give... I'm sorry, go ahead, Randy. I was just going to say that I don't... sometimes guys that are behind the masks, you know, except for Freddy Krueger, because you could obviously see it's Robert England, but um, when you play Jason or Michael Myers, you know, they don't get enough credit sometimes for how, how well they're still. You know, performing and yeah. Kane Hodder, I mean, just to me, exemplified yeah. Jason Voorhees. His neck yeah. had the real burn. Yeah, you know, got that real. Uh, it's just he's perfect. Well, one of the one of the other Jasons uh, actually passed away a little while ago. A guy oh, by really? the name of Steve Nash. I think oh. he did maybe, you know, three and four or something like three. That's yeah, sad. yeah, died young. So, or in his sixties, huh. which is young. So, um, yeah, young now. <laughs> but I, I always think like, you know, the first uh, Mike Myers and the first Halloween was done by this uh, guy, Nick Castle, who yeah. was actually a director. He's directed some movies oh. and stuff. And I think he came back to do it in this new movie, like the new Halloween. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was about to say, yeah. I think he came back to do it, which I thought the new one was good. We saw it on Halloween. Was I'm still trying to see it. No one wants it. to see it. <laughs> um, I know. I want to see it. We're going to wait for streaming. Right now, it's a hundred dollars. But <laughs> and did you hear about the hundred dollars? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a slight exaggeration. <laughs> okay. Uh, have you heard about the Michael Myers challenge, where you, you have to lay on your back and then sit up straight with just, <laughs> and then look to the right? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I hear people going, "It's actually real hard." I'm like, "That is not hard." And if you think that's hard, you need to hit the gym a few more times. <laughs> I mean, do but some you, crunches, maybe. Yes. And then it Seriously. <laughs> it was like, because your feet straight out, that's easy. But you have that to do it with fun. the William Shatner mask. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. That's harder. <laughs> and with a, like a sword in your chest or something. Oh, yeah. You have yeah. to have a knife in your hand and you have to, yeah. And your head split in half. But other than that. <laughs> right. <laughs> those are small details. <laughs> well, you know, to be honest, when you're talking about that, you know, what do you imagine being in the woods stalking you you know what is your in other words what is that fear that sort of still lives in the back of your mind i think for me i have to i was thinking about it while we were talking when i was a little kid i was scared of ventriloquist dummies i was i would that was something that scared me that their faces 
and those little cracks in their chins, you know, that makes their mouth open like a block of wood. And the the whole idea of this little thing being that somebody's trying to fool me into thinking it's alive. And the mm-hmm. idea that there is this weird little plastic man sitting on somebody's lap that is living. It's just, it used to terrify me when I was a kid. They are scary. Still terrifies yeah. you. Just That's terrify like clowns. Yeah, those are. It's very close to it's, clowns. Yeah, they've got that weird dead eyes because they're dead. They're not <laughs> alive. <laughs> and they but always make them. It seems like they always make the ventriloquist yeah. dummies have the same expression, that same sort of. I don't know what it is. It's I, I call it ventriloquist dummy face. You know, it's like just that that wide open eyes, yeah, and those ex, you know exaggerated cheekbones. There's something about us like the standard ventriloquist dummy face that's just hideous. <laughs> no, it's very deceptive. Mm-hmm. You know, you're full of shit, sir. Yeah, and there's some weird murder. there's some weird dude that's actually does that. Yeah, it's, and you also have to think the, the guy himself carries a dummy around in a, right. in, a, in, a, in a you know in a trunk and and the voices of them the, since it's done by ventriloquism the voice always sounds weird whenever the dummy's talking it's always like well yeah I was just telling my friend that same thing <laughs> and it, and oh really Wally what do, yeah. what did you say I was telling him that when I went into his house, I was going to kill him. Now, stop, Wally. That's not nice. No, I really, really, really want to kill him. All right, that's enough, Wally. I'm getting scared just listening to that. I I have a scalpel. (laughs) Well, that leads me. That's a great great point. And that that leads me to another question, because that's all I ever do is ask questions. That's good. (laughs) That's good. Ask away. There's something about kids in horror movies because we'll go to I'll transition, of course, to Pet Cemetery and Gage. <laughs> oh, gosh, yes. He was terrifying. In the so book or the movie? Both. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It is a ter- that, but especially in the movie, that, that little kid haunted my dreams. Oh, oh. that's funny. I mean, the whole idea of that movie still kind of terrifies me. It's a, such a sad movie. Like, yeah. I find that a really it, hard movie to watch or enjoy. I mean, that, there's just too the whole much idea tragedy of it. in there. Yeah, oh. it's, it's, there's no possible happy ending. No. And no. it's the desperation of somebody trying to bring back a loved one. You know, it's yeah. like one of the most heartbreaking uh-huh. ideas imaginable. What would you okay. do? How far would you go? Even if they, right. even if when they come back, they're wrong. You know, I love that word in the book. Stephen mm-hmm. King said, when they come back, they're wrong. Yep, and you know, but if if that happened, you would do it. I think. I, I think a, anyone would go out there and do that. You know, and that's what makes that movie so harrowing. I think. Well, the, the book, book is. The, I mean, the book is. Yeah. I remember reading it like in two sittings, and then Stephen King said it was the hardest book he ever wrote, and oh. to him, his his scariest book. And I agree. I remember my mm-hmm. hands were sweating when I was reading the book. Oh. At one point, I remember noticing that. Wow, my hands are sweating. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Terrified. It's a new, um, I think it's Argentinian, might be Spanish. I'm not sure, but it just came out on um, Shudder. But they have a little take on the um, the Pet cemetery idea where first they have this cute little kid, and then they show him going out in the street. Of course, he gets hit by a bus, which is awful. First of all, you're having to see this, right? No. Then the people, what happens is they bring the little kid in, and they sit him at a table like it's his birthday, and he just sits there, and he just gets you know rotting yeah. away. And, and then they're like, is he moving? And then I think he's moving, because they keep seeing changes positions. It was so much creepier than like Pet Cemetery, where you see the kid walking around. like You're like, I think he's still moving. I think there's something up. Like It was the creepiest... 
Little, that's, not, to... that's just one little tiny piece of this insane movie. Like, Yikes! But it's a really that was I was looking at that thinking this is some of the scary shit I've seen here. A little part of here. I, yeah, I want to see that. It was good. Everybody <laughs> should try watching that. It's it's, it's ah. insane movie. It's lots well, of. Crazy did you guys shit. ever? Um, and I don't know if you guys have ever dove into this on your podcast. I feel like I've heard something from some of you guys about it before. But uh, American Werewolf in London. Oh, one of that, my favorites. That, that's a, a great, great yeah so good but the first time that he transitions yeah. to a werewolf in that movie mm-hmm. is one of the most terrifying things i've ever watched because <laughs> it's painful it's like the yeah. first time that it ever seemed oh. to be painful to turn into a werewolf yeah oh it's brutal the I skin stretching and breaking and, and he's oh. just screaming it's like yeah. you know your your bones are stretching and your skin is stretching and Great sound effects, yeah. yeah, and just no. like um, and just great <laughs> effects. I mean, the practical effects. It's like really, they're really stretching this stuff, and mm-hmm. it just looks like. And same in that movie, The Howling, which was another yeah. one mm-hmm. about the mm-hmm. same time and the same sort of you know transition. It was just really cool, and it's still cool. It still works, and they like still use that later. same idea, that same formula of like the skin stretching, and you know, I don't think they've really changed that much. That's become sort of like the the me- the standard method, you know. <laughs> But American Werewolf in London was just well-written, too. That was one of those movies that was well-written and directed. The casting was great, and you just... It had just the right amount of of that weird, uneasy humor. Like when his dead friend comes back to visit him, and and he gets worse and worse every time. I love Griffin Dunn in that. Griffin Dunn is so perfect, and he's not... It's not... I mean, it's funny... But it's it's one of those things that you're kind of la- you're uneasy laughing at it because this is his de- his friend who was killed, you know. <laughs> I know he's like the dead are boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, What's it like being dead? It's so boring. <laughs> well, I haven't boring. seen it in years. Oh. Now it's this makes me want to go watch it again. I mean, I watched yeah. it a million times. It still holds up. It's so good. That's what I was gonna say. Every time I've seen it, I put it up with anything now. And yeah. That whole early scene when they're walking and, you know, beware the moors or stay off the moors. It just, and they go into that bar. The bar yeah. is great. It's just, yep. just yeah. really good movie. So good. So what so was, the- so Randall, question for you. So we asked Brooke, I, I assume hers was the poltergeist. Like what's one of your most profound movie experience? Like what's impacted you? Movie and it doesn't have to be a horror movie. Brooke keeps saying that, but it's going to be a horror movie. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a horror movie. It doesn't have to be a horror movie, but make it a horror movie. <laughs> Well, for me, I, I wrote this down. I've got I've got two of them, and one of them's uh, neither one of them are really horror, but it was Stand by Me and Goonies. Oh, well, Stand by Me is great. Are both, you know? Have I haven't seen Goonies in a effect. long time. Oh, I still watch it, if it every time it comes on. Now. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, what, was, what was Goonies about? A gang of was it a treasure hunt kind of thing? Yeah, okay. a bunch of kids yeah. and. Going right. under to the to the sunken ship and like a pirate. Yeah, these ba- yeah these bad people are trying to develop the land that their neighborhood is in, and they're going to foreclose on their homes. And so Sean Astin and uh, shoot, what's his name? Corey Feldman. Not, Josh uh, Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah, Josh Brolin and Corey oh, yeah. Feldman. That's uh-huh. so crazy. Josh Brolin. Yeah, the. Uh huh. But that that movie, I just. I don't know. There's something about it because my son, who's now 13, that was the first movie he ever watched. And right after he watched it the first time, he said his first cuss word. After <laughs> <not said> shit. <laughs> 
Do you um, let Gunner watch horror movies? Your son Gunner? How old is um, he? He's five. Um, so he's the perfect age for Poltergeist. <laughs> right? That's turned on when, he, when we get home right before bed. Um, no, I mean, he... He'll ask to turn it off. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, so a couple, like when, when Stranger Things started, um, oh. he was still like, God, he was like three at the time. And I remember, because like I was uh, up to that point, I would watch whatever the hell I wanted because I didn't think he, he either was too young to understand what was going on or wasn't paying attention. And this was the time I realized he's paying attention. Oh, no. Because uh, <laughs> he was in his playroom, like right behind where the, like where I was and I was watching it and he, he, it was all of a sudden real quiet. And I like turned around and he was standing in the doorway and he was like, mommy, turn this off. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that he knew to ask you to turn it off though. I think that's funny. Cause some of us are like, just hide your eyes. (laughs) Right. No, he was like, change the channel. (laughs) I think it's funny when kids self-regulate that. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see this. (laughs) Some kids gravitate towards it and others don't, you know, I gravitate. (laughs) He has a little bit of it, though, because the other day, like, he watches YouTube Kids, which is, like, a whole separate app, because I don't want him going down any weird YouTube bunny. But he had my iPad, and all of a sudden, he had, like, regular YouTube on, and I was like, hang on, dude. (laughs) What you doing? And, uh, oh, because I was was letting him... um, he was playing with his wrestler, so I was letting him like do Hulk Hogan entrance music and all like that. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he had this like uh, all these scenes from like The Meg. Whoa! <laughs> oh no! And I was like, I was like, baby, you don't want to watch that. And he was like, he's like, no, 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 I do. I just want to sit with you. So he literally Aww. like he he knew it was going to be scary. So he was like he was sitting like almost in my lap, like on the couch. I was like, okay, we can do this, baby, if you want. And it was like, I mean, it's it's kind of ridiculous. It's like yeah. the shark is it's stupid. It's it's, like, it's, movie. it's yeah. I mean, and it, it was just like one scene from it where like a, the shark like they had just killed one, and then they're like, there's two, oh, yeah. and another right. one kind of, like crashed at the boat. It's and bigger. I'm like, yeah. It's yeah. so stupid looking. I was like, baby, that's not even scary. Like, <laughs> so here, watch this. This is like, scary. I'll show you right. something scary. Yeah. I was tempted, but then I was like, let's just go back to like Doc McStuffins or something. Yeah. <laughs> you want to deal with what's, the psychological trauma. Right. Uh, what's, what's funny about what you were um, asking, okay, I just thought about this. I was trying to think of a better horror movie to kind of answer your question. And it, I would have to go back to... Alien, the very first one. Oh, my brother made me, making me watch that. <laughs> making and, you watch it. A true classic. <laughs> That's one of my small handful of favorites. Yeah. Oh, it made me love Sigourney Weaver. To this yep. day, I think she's the biggest badass to walk so the cool. earth. My favorite action movie star. Yep. Yeah. I, I could easily <laughs> make that argument. She yep. carried that movie, and she doesn't get enough credit for yeah. how she's a beast. Yeah, and that's kind of that's radical too, because you at that point you didn't see a lot of action heroes that were women, so it was refreshing no. to see that. When I saw it originally, you know, back then, like Tom Skerritt was like the big star, and yeah. he was the captain, so you naturally thought, oh, he's going to make it to the end, or or some of the guys, or some of you know, yeah, the, or like, Yafet Koto, Yafet Koto yeah. is going to, yeah, nobody can mess sure. with him. You knew, you knew John Hurt was going to die. Well, no way that guy was going to live. <laughs> Well, the cool thing about Sigourney Weaver's character, Ripley, is like, you know, until the very end, he, she has no idea what this thing looks like. Right. Other than, you know, popping out of the stomach. Yeah. 
And so the scene where, you know, uh, Lambert and Yafat Koto's character dies, she just hears it. And then she doesn't know what still to, to you know, it's scary. Like, yeah. I don't know what this, what, what this really is now, you know. And it yeah. had so. gotten to the point where it could blend in with the machinery of the ship. You know, it had yeah. this segmented tubing and all these mechanical. And she's operating the controls of something. And if you've seen the movie a few times, you, you see its head right there in front it's of her. It's like lying down. Yeah. Right and his hand is right there, but it just blends into the to the to the piping and the tubing and ducting. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a great. So, one. That Genius. whole that whole movie holds up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one holds up. I mean, it it, impeccably. It could be released again right now. Oh, I think yeah, slime that grips yeah. off that thing like. But, but the set design <laughs> it was just perfect. The I, set design is beautiful. Everything, the lighting, the photography, the the music. Yeah. The, they haven't really done it better. I mean, I liked Aliens too. Also, as a whole different idea. Yeah. But really, that first Alien is just the best. Well, the first one. I mean, the word the the word Alien is something that we hear all the time in sci fi movies, and we are always seeing aliens, and they always look like people in with a rubber forehead or something, you know, or a green face. Big eyes. And they speak English, and they have the same motives and goals that we do. <laughs> they wear clothes. They want power or money <laughs> or women, you know, Earth women. <laughs> But in this movie, <laughs> you're stupid, stupid people. Yeah, <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid brains. <laughs> but the um, the cool thing about Alien was it was one of the first movies that had an alien that was genuinely alien, and I, I love that first part where they land on LB two forty seven and they go into this derelict spaceship. Looks like it's been there for ten thousand years, and there's a fossilized giant in there in a chair sort of looking through sort of a telescope piece of equipment thing and they it's not obvious what it is and they never figure out what it is and i i sort of don't count the prometheus movies (laughs) which attempted to explain it or alien covenant or those new ones I actually saw Alien Covenant, and then a few days later, somebody asked me, have you seen Alien Covenant? And I said, no, not yet. And a friend of mine said, "You saw? It. we saw it together. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I have seen it. It really made a, la- it really made a lasting impression. Yeah. It was that good. It was huh? so good. <laughs> but the first, that first Alien movie, I think, hasn't, hasn't been, it hasn't been um, duplicated as far as how alien the depiction of an alien is. No, and I like what what you guys were saying. I just some things you just can't top it. You know, right. like you, you yeah. just can't you can't even get close. <laughs> some movies I should never th- be remade. Alien, mm-hmm. Carrie, what are some other ones? Or messed with. You know, yeah, have their their mythology messed with. I mean, Predator. I Predator. 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 I didn't yeah, see that. Uh, the first one. No, no, I didn't see the remake. Oh, the new one just came out. No, nah, yeah. No, the very first one though is a, is a fun movie. Yeah. I, it's I a think, comic book kind of movie. Yeah, though. it's fun. It's fun, but it's not. Yeah, and it's I enjoyed it for what it yeah. was. Yeah. Did you now? Oh, you said like I enjoyed it. No, I did. I did. I thought it was the music's great in it. It's kind of like action packed, and, and you know, and the, and the Predator looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a cool effect. That's true. But it's yeah, a style a of movie. You know, it's that kind of comic booky. All the characters are like comic book archetypes. You know the mm-hmm. and. It, it's it's kind of funny. It doesn't take itself too seriously. You're right. It's, it's the same guy who did uh, Die Hard, which is yeah. a great action flick too. Yeah, yeah, yeah Die, Die Hard is timeless. Or, or Christmas movie, whatever you. Want yeah, to say. <laughs> it's a great Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I watched it for Christmas. Good holiday film. Brooke, you also I, you you mentioned arachnophobia. 
That's right. Um, you mentioned it in your email. Uh, okay. <laughs> are, are you just like an? Do you still like spiders, or has that movie sort of made you not like spiders? Oh, it damaged her. Well, me. I already, <laughs> I already had arachnophobia before uh, seeing that movie, and it. So my brother-in-law took me to see it in the movie theater. I mean, I was yeah, young. I mean, not five, older than five. Younger than, <laughs> I was gonna say, what is wrong with people? <laughs> they knew I was already fucked. <laughs> and they knew you already knew that you hated spiders or Oh yeah, they knew I oh. already That's just mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean I you know, I was fully She's game for I it. Know. I know. I can do it. Shit. Well, I already was like into scary movies and stuff, so I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Not realizing that it was going to scar me for life like in the way that I mean it it damaged me, I think. Like I literally yeah. didn't it was years and i want to say like 10 years before i ate popcorn again because of that movie <laughs> because that... you ate popcorn at the movie <laughs> no that scene no, the scene where there's a oh, spider in the, in the popcorn oh okay yeah <laughs> that was so gross. Exactly. i do kind of flash on that sometimes i mean popcorn i think about that scene like <laughs> yeah and like i would always i mean some of the things have died off you know i eat popcorn like crazy now um but checking my shoes every time i put them on and that's like, funny Every time I get in the shower, to this day, I do like a quick once over, <laughs> like literally, like looking for. I mean, and it's it, it, that movie fucked me up. It's it, it's. Bad. I should check that one out again. I haven't seen that in like ages. It's, it's horrifying. It's horrifying. But it's kind of a comedy, right? I remember it was a Is it sort of campy. Or am I thinking of Eight Legged Freaks? Well, you're thinking of eight like <laughs> arachnophobia. Ha- it has like John Goodman has like is like it plays a um, exterminator, right? Oh, like, right. Comedy relief. Yes, right. he is the comic relief. But the good. rest of it is like you know, it's, it's again, it's a Spielbergian. It was, he d- executive producer or something, so it has oh, that okay. sort of you know sort of excitement, lighter and, touch, right. but still this brings it. You know, there's, there's spiders jumping like five feet on a guy's backs and stuff like that. <laughs> you know? Well, so. it's not realistic. I mean, it's like some African bird-eating spider that comes over and like they have like a love scene with the big spider and like a house spider. <laughs> a love scene. Like, it's very, ch- it's very Chase of Shadows. You know, it's very. Uh, it is. It's yeah. like <laughs> it's very strange. It's like do 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 do, and then it's like they're like hugging, and then all of a sudden they have millions of babies that oh. are like. Yeah. Super spiders, and it's my worst nightmare. <laughs> In- <laughs> creepy crawlies. Insect sex, you know. Insect sex. <laughs> yeah, that part was probably unnecessary. Like, they could have just been like, hey, this spider came over, and now there's millions of them, because that's how it works, as far as I know. <laughs> that's a good one. A good they one. used to do that. The, the, the old trick was some kind of radiation. Yeah. Like they they came over, and they ended up out in the in the desert where they did nuclear tests. Must be a nuclear plant around here somewhere. Yes. <laughs> That's why they got really giant because everything that gets near nuclear plants turns into a giant. They become bigger. Mm-hmm. Like rabbits. Three <laughs> rabbits and ants and uh, yeah. all kinds of stuff. That was those giant animal movies for a while there. And Godzillas. Godzilla. We talked about that. What about you, Mark? What movie kind of impacted you? Well, I mean, if we're going to go, you know, like I'll, I'll say Halloween again. Doesn't but, have to be a horror movie. Okay. Well, then let's go. Oh, boy. Well, I, it was eight. It I saw 2001, oh, which I did not understand at no, all. My, I still don't My dad took it. me, but I remember just being wild by the images and the music. And I was like, I don't understand what's going on here. And I'm a little bored here and there, but I was also kind of, you know, just like freaked out by it. 
So that was my way, way back. So I think I like movies. That's I think 2001 yeah. did that for me, too. I saw it with, I forced my poor mom to take me. And she, actually, I think she enjoyed it. But um, I was just blown away. I had to, I had to read everything I could find about it and try to figure out how, what, what it meant, how it was done, everything. Did you see it when it came out or did it later? It was, the, it was when it was re-released. Okay, you know, it was yeah. like a, I think it was a few years after it was right. original. But I remember when it was originally released, seeing the posters yeah. and the spaceship. Yeah, you know, yeah the that's poster. when I saw it, and I was a little too young to really get it. So Yeah. Yeah, but, but that would be what mine. That's and good. Then, there's just so many since then. I mean, you know, gosh, I've seen, like, oh, yeah. you guys, millions of movies and, you know. Now with streaming services, there's just so much to watch. So much. And I go, oh, I really like that. What's next? Yeah. yeah. They, they don't really have the same effect. Yeah. You don't stew on it as much anymore. Yeah. And you don't feel so bad about the 10-minute rule. You know, if it doesn't uh-huh. grab you in 10 minutes, you, you can find something else. It's not like something uh-huh. you rented at Blockbuster that you feel like, oh, I've got to watch this. i got to finish it. <laughs> I paid it like, money for it. Mark recommended uh-huh. a movie to me. I forget the name of no, it. sorry. But he's like, pretty good, not bad. This, this is our, our recommendation now. Not bad, not great. It's okay. It's good. Watch. I'm like, okay, that's how we recommend movies now. Because you know, horror movies are so rarely. Wow, that was amazing. So I'm watching it, and it's these two whiny, whiny yeah. kids crying, whining. Totally over. And then they get sick, and so you have this kid vomiting, vomiting, vomiting. I'm like, okay. So I was like, I'm not finishing this movie. I don't care what happens. I can't deal with this at all. You didn't miss much. <laughs> I sort of just stuck it through. I don't know why. Well, maybe you're you, you, you're have immune you got- to it. I was wanting to know your thoughts on, uh, since we're talking about movies that should never be touched, <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China. That's a great one. That's definitely not John Carpenter is a favorite. Definitely John Carpenter. I think John Carpenter. Well, not anything John Carpenter does, but he's not, a lot of great ones. Yeah, but his early stuff is yeah, untouchable. Did, did you hear that they're going to be remaking it with The Rock? Yes. No. Yeah. That You know, Better. the thing is, I like Dwayne Johnson. Like, some reason, there's these action guys that you just don't want to like, but he's just cool. I like him. So he's an, he's an, a nice person, and too. And he's a cool, he's kind of a cool actor on, you know, He's presence. very likable. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've seen, like, my daughter loves, you know, those kind of, like, uh, whatever that one was, you know, Journey to something or other, Center of the Earth. Or, oh, yeah. And there was another one that he made that was... Jumanji. Um, yeah. Jumanji, right. Jumanji it was fun. Was it was really oh, fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. So Perfect for him. Yeah, but you can't put anyone else as Jack Burton. I mean, Kurt, <laughs> yeah. Kurt Russell. Yeah. I mean, Kurt Russell. Can't buy. He can't do it now. No. <laughs> he seriously could. Kurt Russell is the most underrated leading man. I love him. Yeah. And I'm saying, like, he's, great. he's 70 now. He so. still looks good. He, I he like seeing him in Guardians of the Galaxy. That was kind of fun just to see him bring that to that movie. Yeah, I love him. I, I think him. his his age might be a little distracting if he were to do it. But the the thing is, yeah. if and I, I I kind of feel like The Rock is good and all in movies, but he's he's not that guy. The cool the thing about Kurt Russell that was so great in Big Trouble in Little China was the fact that he was this buffoon. You know, exactly. he was Regular this guy. dude like, yeah. truck driver, and The Rock is The Rock. You know, you see him. He can be goofy. But he's like he's this big buffed out hero but kind of guy. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's too fine. That's true. Yeah, I mean Kurt you Russell know, but, was pretty fine, but he wasn't Dwayne Johnson. He wasn't buffed he up like that. No, know? he was buffed though. 
Kurt Russell is perfect at playing. I mean, he's Kurt Russell. I mean, he could play Snake Plissken, and he could play the guy in uh, Big Uh Trouble in Little China. And and you buy him in both roles, even though they're completely drastically different from each other. What if it's because he kind of seems like your average guy, and but then he's special, you know? So you're kind of you can relate to him a little bit. Well, in Big Trouble, he was just so goofy, and that was what was so perfect about it. He didn't know what was going on. He didn't understand the culture. <laughs> what the hell was that that I just saw? And what the hell? you know? And that was what was great about him and the shot where he's supposed to be being really serious, but he's got all the lipstick all over his mouth. And yeah. He was so great uh, at wonder- that stuff. I mean, when they had the guy explode. Yeah. <laughs> just such a movie and i just don't think the rock can pull off like the i don't know i don't know it's like he was saying like the buffoonery part right yeah <laughs> like his mind is blown you know right. like when he does something it doesn't hurt the guy yeah and he's uh, i'm fucked yeah, yeah. <laughs> who would you, you know? think would be good in that role hmm that's a tough one yeah would it be um what's his name like paul rudd or something Wahlberg. i guess but I, oh Paul Rudd could do it. Paul Rudd would be really funny, actually. That would be really good. Paul Rudd would be good. But I don't know. It's like, like you were saying, why remake it? I mean, I don't, I'm not against people remaking stuff, but I just won't see it, you know? (laughs) But everything. Oh, like nothing is sacred. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to see it made and cleaned up, you know? Like, I don't want to see when. Sometimes you need to leave a turd unpolished. Right. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Well, they'll make it, you know, much you know, big, yeah, glossy, big budgeted, and lose some of the charm. Yeah. I think, you know, some of the great fight scenes in that, in that yeah. movie. I just, they're not going to do that. It's just John mm-hmm. Carpenter is, directs it a certain way that whoever's directing the remake is not going to direct it like John Carpenter. Right, it's going to be a different movie. Right. So don't even try, directors out there. <laughs> just don't. Don't leave our movies alone. Don't do it. They're going to listen to this podcast and they're going to change their mind. Yeah. And James Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Well, yeah, the thing is, who's, what's the guy's name who did the Ragnarok the Thor movie? Oh. The, uh, yeah, um, the New Zealand guy. Yeah. Uh, who was also in that great vampire comedy. He was starred in that. Is, um, you know, the, what, what we do in, in the, the shadows? shadows? He was in that. His name is, is an odd name. Like, yeah. I want to say Tahini, but it's not Tahini. Uh, tahini. <laughs> Uh, it's great on pasta, <laughs> but yeah, he, he had a yeah. yeah. Did you see Ragnarok? Uh, yes, we uh, Gunner and I watch it all the time. Oh, that's <laughs> it's really fun. It's like a Marvel movie that's really like super fun. It's like yeah. it's like Big Trouble in Little China in a way. Well, it's cheeky. Yeah, I mean, like oh. it's got like funny jokes and a bunch of superhero shit too. Like so. Doesn't take yeah. it doesn't take itself too too seriously, and some right. Marvel movies are way way serious. Um, okay, I'm trying to see the who <laughs> we, this. we brought out a Blu-ray. I have, the, I have the oh my god, I have the DVD, but it's printed so tiny on there that <laughs> I can't read it. So I handed it to Mark. <laughs> and I can't I can't read it either. Turn on your flashlight. We're a hundred years old. Yeah. <laughs> Where are my magnifying lens at? <laughs> like old people in a restaurant yeah. trying to look at a menu. I can't see the menu. Waitress, I can't read this. <laughs> so bad. Oh. So, Mark, what is? did we ask you what your, your movie was that traumatized you? Or not traumatized. I think it was, it was the, he said Halloween, Halloween right? In 2001. It, right? I mean, oh, like, 2001. That's yeah. Right. And Jaws when I was 14. Oh, Jaws. I'll tell you how old I am. Huge. Huge just for me. That was Mine, when I was a kid, I watched it on television, was Jason and the Argonauts. Ah. Uh, 
that one just blew my mind, and it still does. I still love that movie. I still can watch it and get that feeling of being a kid watching it in the middle of the night, you know, on television. That's just such a great fantasy, and it's creepy and weird and fun, and it has skeletons, sword-fighting skeletons. Skellies. Uh-uh. Chasing a bunch of guys around on an island, and and it's just... Does it have the Cyclops? Is that the one that has the Cyclops? No, that's, that's Seventh Voyage. Okay. Of Sinbad, God, Mark. I know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this one to... has the Hydra, and it's also oh, got yeah. Talos, the giant statue that comes oh, to life. That's what I'm thinking of. And yeah. picks up the guy's boat and breaks it, and it's just... I, rem- I think my, my, mal- my jaw was hanging open when I was watching this when I was a kid, and I was like, how... That I think those movies made me want to make movies. Like, how did they do that? That was my big. How did that? How was that done? And I, I spent the rest of my life trying to figure out how they did it. How did they do it? Is that the one where they took the plug off the shoe and the sand falls out? Because it was filled up with some kind of molten, molten lead or something, and they had to unscrew this thing, and it, and he starts grabbing his throat, and he ends up falling. He becomes the. The Colossus of Rhodes, you know, but I think he falls oh. and shatters. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah. Uh, um, Clash of the Titans is like that for That's, me when I was young. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought it was real. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. So Same special effects guy. It's a guy named Ray Harryhausen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Same stop, style stop of motion stop motion animation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has a yeah, certain yeah. look to it that's just cool. Like, Medusa's cool in that. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Exactly. Medusa is the one that like sticks in my head from that movie. Yeah. And, like, and when you watch it now, it's like, it's so obvious. Right. But like back then, it was like, <laughs> but was back like, oh, then we had that ability to watch a movie. And even if it was obvious, we still bought it, you know, suspend disbelief. The, yeah. the suspension of disbelief was yeah. great. Now it's like, ah, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Like, CGI. <laughs> <laughs> that We're CGI tiger. That tiger is so not real. Yeah. I'm like, uh, okay, so jaded. I've got people <laughs> say that they're like, this isn't real. It's like, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a movie? Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm like, I don't like to see anything with animals. And someone goes, you know, it's not real. I'm like, do you not need to tell me that? Yeah. I know it's it's like, not did real. you see the beginning of it where it had the title of the movie? That's sort of a clue that it's not real. Right. We're watching it. Yeah. It's we get got a title script. and it has a person who made it, a director and a writer. And it's like I remember as a kid, like I remember <laughs> scenes, but not necessarily movies. Like I remember a few impactful scenes. Like there was a scene and the TV would just be on and there's some old black and white movie on. And I remember looking at just a little kid, like I don't remember anything else about the movie, but this guy puts his hand inside this little window or or like little door thing and his arm gets ripped off. He's like a scientist and he comes out and his arms off and he's, he's leaning, oh. dragging up the wall and he's smearing the blood. The and brain it's so that obvious that his arm is under his coat. Uh-oh. But right. I was like, Oh my God. Like it was blowing my mind. Is that, that the brain, brain that, that wouldn't, wouldn't die? die? Yeah. Yes. That's a classic. So that blew my mind. And then the other thing that freaked me out was I remember watching some, it was actually 13 ghosts, like that old yeah. William, William Castle, Castle movie. Yeah. Right. And I remember the old lady coming at the camera like on rollers. Coming oh, right you're talking the about the haunting of hell. Ran. Oh no, was it the Vincent Price? The movie? Vincent Price one. Yeah. Uh, I ran out of the room during that. Thirteen <laughs> ghosts. I thought it was thirteen ghosts. No, that it's one the is the thirteenth um, ghost. No, it's with Matthew uh, Lillard and like the glass was, house. Oh no, not the new one. No, the original, like old black and white, cheesy. Oh, I didn't know there was an old. Black it was. And white. Yeah, we always called her the skateboard, the hag yeah. on the skateboard, because she just kind of rolls across the floor into towards the camera. No, I know it's 13 Ghosts. I have it burned no, into my brain. It's not. Uh, <laughs> how much money do you want to bet God me? damn it. 
But the, I think the main thing is my my parents did not um, limit Kathy. Our how much money do you want to bet? No, <laughs> I'm right. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but uh, my parents always let us watch like Hammer movies and stuff. And the the I was completely in love with Christopher Lee as as Dracula. Just just and then that led to my my undying passion for Barnabas Collins and Dark Shadows. So I've been like chasing this horror thing <laughs> with like with love and revulsion all at the same time. Hammer like, films are great. I, so good. I got on a Hammer binge recently, actually, and started watching them again. And they're they hold up. They're Love beautifully this. made. Have you guys seen this? I don't know about Hammer films. Randall Old British up, horror. Movies. Ran to go get Gunner. Old British oh. horror. Movie. Sounds awesome. Yeah, it's real. They're really good. They're like the old Chris. Like I just remember seeing Christopher with blood coming out of his eyes and just being like, "Oh my yeah. god, that's intense." <laughs> they were the first. They were the first horror films that were made in color, really, and. And they did the traditional things where they did Frankenstein and Dracula, and they did a mummy, and they even did one with the werewolf, with Oliver Reed playing the werewolf, which is mm-hmm. incredible. Uh, yeah. He's great. Yeah, it's Curse of the Werewolf. and um, But they're really cool, like very lush, you know, British, just dark, cool movies. You and Peter Cushing up. is in them. Peter yeah. Cushing and Christopher Lee and all those other great British character actors. They're not all universal you know, monsters either. They're sometimes just crime or ghost stories or whatever, but they're great. Really good. They did yeah. a few. They did some weird um, crossovers too, some science fiction type things, yeah. and and even some. They did that movie, that Raquel Welch movie, um, two million years, two BC. million years yeah. BC. Yeah. Ah. How about uh, five million years to Earth? The Quater Mass film. Yeah. Yes. yes. It's called Quater Mass in the Pit. That's a classic. Yeah, that's a great one. Brooke, we're going down the rabbit hole here. I know. <laughs> that's one of my favorite old movies. That's a great one. The only thing that comes to mind with like British horror movies, and y'all are gonna probably make fun of me, is Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> no, that's oh, a good one. That. That's a great love movie. That movie. <laughs> That's Where they're like, they they think it's a drunk. The first time I see a zombie, and they're all drunk, and they're like, oh. <laughs> I they're love like, oh, that movie. One too many. <laughs> that was one of my top favorite movies. I think That's, I can watch that whenever. Me too. It's yeah. it's it's got this great. You know, it's really hard to do like horror and comedy, and and have it be funny and also scary. Yeah, it genuinely had great scares. In it. Yeah, yeah. You, it's like the zombies are real, but the but these people were funny. And the, yeah. there's another one called Ed, End of the Earth. World's End. World's End. Also which, great. Have you seen that? I don't think so. You no. You should watch. That's great because I I like we I think we talked a little bit about it on another podcast about that. They have that great. You're you're getting older, but you don't want to get older. So the, they have you know Simon Pegg's being like the the kid, the guy who can't let go of his youth, and he brings all his <laughs> old friends to do a pub crawl, and they're all kind of older yeah. and they have kids. They all have jobs oh, and wives. So good. But Simon yeah. Pegg is wearing his ministry T-shirt, which is. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny and it's also it kind of just takes a left turn it's the same guy yeah. that did Shaun of the dead it's the same mm-hmm. director <clears throat> so you should check it out it's really good it's not really a sequel but you, you when you watch it you're like it, it could kind of be a sequel well he had a trilogy it was, yeah yeah with uh the other one hot fuzz, fuzz. Hot, fuzz. Hot, fuzz hot fuzz was the other one yeah that one wasn't as good as Shaun of the dead no, not even close <laughs> no. he hasn't really even come close the closest they got were world's end probably yeah i but liked world's end i thought it was too. really fun i thought it was really good. i'll have to check that out it's very possible that i have seen it and i could probably start watching it and be like oh my god i have seen this because uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of things like that where i'm like oh gosh yeah <laughs> Well, we should there have is. you guys do a uh, mystery date with us one time where we all just bring a secret movie and then we uh-huh. spring it on you and then you huh? get to all discuss what movie you brought. That would be really fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
secret man. Where you just sort of, you know, you don't have time to do any research to make yourself look smart or anything. <laughs> you just yeah. have to talk about the movie like, oh, I've never heard of that one. And then you're being obscure. Everybody goes, oh, yeah, I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're looking madly well, at your phone now. like, what? <laughs> oh, that was directed by. Yeah. <laughs> click, 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 click. So bad. Scroll, 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 scroll. Yeah. <laughs> Brooke, what, Brooke, what are you watching now? Like, what's a show or, or movie or, or, or TV show that you're watching that you're binging or into? Um, I just finished binging, um, or we, we finished binging, like, yesterday, Murder Mountain oh, on Netflix. I, how is that? Because I saw that on Netflix, and I'm like, what's that about? Is, is that it good? good? It- it is good. It's it's not like I was confused because the title, of course, immediately I was like, I'm in. And, it, and then it's like the cover has like somebody holding like a pot leaf. So I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I've seen the art for that. Yeah. Yeah. So but it's really good. It's just like there's literally a place called Murder Mountain in Humboldt County, uh, California, where obviously it's where like all the weed comes from. So, um, you know, drugs, murder, drugs. It murder. happens. It's, it's yeah. not a documentary, though, or is it? It is a documentary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. It's, yeah, it's really good. It's really well done. It's done by the same, oh God, and I totally forgot. It's just like the name just left my head. Y'all would probably know, but it's somebody else that's done another documentary type series, maybe Making a Murderer? Same mm. people. Oh. Uh, I could be wrong though, but it's it's really good. I liked it. it I mean, it's it's got a bunch of different stories, of course, that they're telling in it, um, but like it a lot and then you know season two of the punisher just started yesterday just <laughs> oh. early yesterday so <laughs> so you're all set i so love the i love the netflix documentaries i you know they're just they're just fun they're just you know they're talk about addictive you know like i love them so well done yeah i mean like it's uh, they almost immediately draw me in i'm like and now it's like they've got such credibility so i'm just like all right i'm we're watching this one like when they, like it's they haven't really done much wrong yet i mean yeah it's, they're consistently there's good. wild wild country which was the one about the uh you know the the cult up in oregon oh, the cult. oh right yeah. that, that, that one i really want to see one. it's really yeah. good and then there was one just the john based on a john Grish, grisham uh the innocent, man. the innocent man i watched that one i need to finish that one yeah that one was good i watched that it one. was so disturbing to watch those kids uh talk about murdering the girl even though i don't know if they actually did it but they just to hear these guys kind of discussing just it not, and such a yeah like smoking a cigarette and going yeah then we stabbed her and we saw her insides and you're like what is happening right just all oh, nonchalantly so and creepy yeah, well, that stuff's scarier than any horror movie really it's a different whole different thing yeah it's yeah. too real yeah i know yeah the documentaries and like the i mean that's kind of i've have become like unhealthily obsessed with like the, the documentary stuff and like the real story ones. And then I'm super disturbed for like a few days after I watch it. And I'm like, it's cause you're watching horrible things. Right. Same way. I mean, I, I literally watch like discovery ID, you know, investigation discovery. Uh, like every night I watch like yeah. homicide hunter or secrets on the mark or like <laughs> all these like horrible. Oh, but yeah. they're so good. I just can't get enough of this. <laughs> I love the true crime stuff, including podcasts. I- I have a hard time watching it now. I used to be more interested in it, but the last time I watched a true crime documentary, I think I woke up 20, 20 years later after getting in, like personally involved in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the, all the Randall like swears that he had the craziest dreams after we were watching murder mountain. Cause it's like all these crazy, like people that live on the mountain and some of them are, 
a little weird. Yeah. And it's a documentary. <laughs> it's it's a documentary though. Right? Yeah, oh yeah. But oh, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at this guy's filmography right now and he did Cropsy, which is pretty mm. interesting. Great movie. That's mm-hmm. a documentary, yes. right? Yes. Right. yes. That was that was a really cool movie because they went in to go like expose the kind of the legend behind Cropsy, which is like the boogeyman. Right, right. And then they find out there was really a guy, which right. is you see them discovering it and you're like, What that was great. He did Mysterious Skin, super disturbing. I didn't see that. That's child molestation movie. Oh. Um The Station. The Station. Don't know that one either. I think well, that was Peter Dinklage was in that. I, the station, station agent? Oh, is it Tom McCarthy? Is oh, that, yeah. Station agent. Yes. What is the guy's name like Tom McCarthy no, or I something? He's a writer producer. Joshua Zemin. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know him. So hmm. he did Murder Mountain. Okay. There it is. I'm there putting it, is. it on the list. Well, I'm, I'm going to put that on my Netflix. <laughs> this queue gets longer and longer. I can't stand it. Too much. Uh, be you sure you, you guys need to also check out um, some Kirby Dick movies if you look like documentaries. Yeah. Um, he did the recent one, Bleeding Edge, which is just horrifying. Hmm. He did um, Hunting Grounds, which is about college rape, college campus rape. Um, he also oh. did uh, The Invisible War, which is about rape in the military. And these are all like, you go, oh, that sounds like heavy issues. But when you go inside it like he does, it becomes very personal and very intense and weird. I mean, yeah. the Bleeding Edge is really creepy because it's about um, these implants they put in your body, like medical implants. And uh-huh. they're like little, like some are like birth control or one was like a, a hip replacement kind of thing. But as you find out in the documentaries, there's no okay. testing for implants like there is for pharmaceuticals. So they can just stick that in you without any any oh, testing or FDA approved. Like it's just, and these people are just having horrible reactions. So that is a very intense movie. He doesn't make very happy movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's when it's getting not as fun. You as have to be around. in the mood. You have to sit down and just get in the mood to Do watch your, something like that. And- yeah, that's like take your medicine. Up. Oh. <laughs> you hear? Yeah. You hear Someone's the- in the background. Come here, baby. <laughs> oh, come here. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Could hear a little bit of a hi there. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Oh, he just oh, he's like, like bye. Gone. Is he t- is he sleepy? <laughs> no, he he drew a bunch of pictures and is showing me all his drawings. Mm. <laughs> well, we've had you on here for a long a time. Long time. Do, I don't know if you still want to talk with us anymore. <laughs> we, you guys should start um, yeah. thinking about your mystery date movies, and we'll have you yeah, on again. Absolutely, that'd be super fun. Yeah, we we will definitely do it again with a mystery date movie. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think I've got a couple in mind. We've seen so many. Yeah, so many. But tell Randall hello too and goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was so much fun, guys. It was very fun. Uh, yeah, thanks for talking with us. Yeah. yeah. And we'll have to uh we'll have to try and schedule whatever our mystery date movies will yes. be and uh do this again. And really any movies you want to talk about cuz it's No, not It any doesn't movies. have to be horror. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do rom-coms. <laughs> Randall would be all about that. Rom-com. I want to talk about a Star is Born. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the Robert Redford one. Okay, well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was awesome. It was awesome. Thank you, sir, for the uh, <laughs> Darwin saying that goodbye. That was Darwin. <laughs> Oh yeah, he said hello. He said hello so ferociously at the yeah. beginning. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> He's now licking Kathy's now face. That's his signal. Like, you guys have been doing this too long. Yeah. <laughs> I know. 
John's been tap dancing in and out of here the whole time, too. So, Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, John. He looks yeah, like Darwin, a, kind of. Yeah, he's a pit bull, too. Yeah. He's, oh. But he's quite fat. <laughs> he's quite fat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have a wonderful All right. Night. Thanks, Brooke. It was nice chatting with you. Yeah, thanks to both of you guys for joining us. Absolutely. We'll talk to you later. You really classed up our show. I know we make we make your your show seem very tame. You know, we're very tame compared to your show. <laughs> we're like the nerd version. <laughs> but we are so professional, as you know, the way when we first started here, how how easily we got everything connected um, uh-huh. without any so snags. Seamless. Because we're really really good with the technical stuff. Um, so if you if you want me to send you an email with all the instructions on how to do technical stuff really professionally, I can do. That. I'm gonna need all your pluggy in the Audi. Yeah. Ball. Yeah, we'll the, send you pictures. <laughs> actually, for our listeners at home, we had a horrible time setting this up. <laughs> Not next time, though. Next time it's going to be seamless. Yeah, now we know how to do it. Perfect. It will be. All right. All right. See you, Brooke. Bye, Take care. Everybody. Say bye to Randall. Take care. Bye. bye. All right. That's, that's it for this episode of Cinemondo Podcast. And uh, Kathy, Mark, see ya. See ya. Bye. Take care. Bye, everybody. Cinemondo signing off.